0: center field, Gurriel's
1: back,
2: it is gone! Texas is on the
1: merge! What? What is up, everybody? Welcome into Flippin' Bats. The World Series just wrapped up right here behind us. The Texas Rangers are World Series champions and a tradition unlike any other, Alex. I am drenched in champagne and beer and cigar smoke from the locker room. And I would have it no other way.
3: I mean, it is absolutely electric right now here in this stadium. The party has just begun. The players, the families are all on the field. Fans are still in the stands, getting ready to celebrate for the entire offseason with this Rangers team. They made history here tonight, Ben. Not only did they go undefeated every single road game this season, but this fan base has been waiting 62 years for this moment, for their first World Series win in franchise history.
1: Alex. Alex. The Rangers' 62-year title drought is over. Go crazy, Texas. It's done. You did it. You finally got it done. Look, the team has been in existence for 62 years. Yeah. They've never won a title. They are the only team that can say it took 62 years and they haven't gotten one yet. Well, guess what? They can't say that anymore. They finally got one. So let's take a step back for just a second. All right. This was a tortured fan base. They didn't make the playoffs for the first 35 years of their existence. 35 years. I've been alive for almost 32 years. Feels like a long time. They didn't make the playoffs the entire length of my life and more. And they had to face heartbreak throughout. 2010. 2011. 2010 was the Jose Bautista year. The Bat-Chuck, ch- bat really. The iconic Bat-Flip. 2011 was the year that they were one strike away. Twice. Back-to-back innings. The David Freeze year. Absolute heartbreak. And then, and then, they watched their rivals become a dynasty. And they became the little brother of the rivalry. So... It's been heartbreak after heartbreak after heartbreak. And people on the team, people on this flipping Bat squad said I, they, that are Rangers fans. I, I can't believe the Astros got one before we got one. Well, that still is true and will never not be true, but it feels a little bit better when you're able to finally get one under your belt. So the story, how'd they do this? How'd they make this turnaround? They were bad last year. They were really bad. They almost lost 100 games. Well, two years ago, they spent on offense, specifically the two guys that showed up time and time again: Corey Seager and Marcus Simeon. Over the last two games, really showed up. They spent over almost a half a billion dollars on just those two players. And then this offseason, pitching, they got the offense. They realized they still had issues. Those issues were pitching. And they went out and addressed those. They signed Jacob DeGrom for five years, $185 million. Then they brought in Bruce Bochy, a huge part to all of this. Everything happening right here behind us on the field. You look behind us, there's hundreds of people celebrating with their families. Bruce Bochy was out here. He's a huge part of this turnaround. The guy that's the leader of this team. A manager means so much when it comes to games like this. In games like tonight, that's when your manager can calm you down. A Hall of Fame guy that's won multiple World Series championships. You think he gets overwhelmed by a situation? Probably, actually. But he's been there, and it's maybe a little less overwhelmed than before. The winning streaks, the losing streaks, the injuries. They overcame so much adversity this year. You bring in Jacob deGrom for that contract, I tell you. I told you about. Well, he got hurt a month into the season. You sign Max Scherzer to hopefully be the Jacob deGrom replacement in the playoffs. He gets hurt a month into being here. Adolis Garcia in the World Series. Max Scherzer goes down in the World Series. Josh Young gets hurt throughout the regular season. The eight-game losing streak that happened. They go down 2-0 to the Houston Astros. All the adversity, Alex. These guys deserve so much credit for their ability to get to where they have today which is World Series champions, and they came in and they left no doubt. They came in here to Arizona and won every single game here in the road ballpark, which, oh, by the way, a theme of this, they didn't lose a single road game the entire postseason. They went 11-0. It's never happened, ever. The World Series trophy is heading back to the great state of Texas, but this time... This time, my friends, it's in the hands of the Texas Rangers.
3: Like, let's just take a moment again right now, because the team and the players and the fans and the family are all celebrating right now, still on the field behind us. I mean, this is what you play for the entire season, spring training, what you dream about as a kid right here in this moment. And one of those players, not only the MVP of this World Series, but he was the MVP of the season season. For the Texas Rangers, Corey Seager making history as the only player to win a World Series MVP both in the American League and the National League meant everything to this team.
1: Absolutely. Corey Seager went absolutely Barry Bonds God tier mode to power the Rangers to their first World Series in franchise history. And Marcus Simeon, another guy that you mentioned that was vital in their success the last two games, talked all about Corey Seager, and this is a pretty cool statement he made. I got it down in the locker room after when I was getting drenched. Actually, this is the interview where I did get absolutely drenched in champagne and beer, but he talked about Corey Seager, and it was pretty special. Marcus, you're a World Series champion. What went through your head the second the last out was made? I made sure I had the best pre-pitch set up to get the
0: best jump because that was it. You know, we didn't need it. It was a strikeout. Um, the team played so well tonight, regardless of the first six innings. That's how it is. That's baseball. Sometimes you get to run into an ace who, damn, who uh, you
1: know
0: has his stuff, but that's why we play nine innings.
1: David Ortiz called uh, Corey Seager the new Barry Bonds of the playoffs. What do you got on Corey Seager? Yeah,
0: Barry Bonds was my favorite player. Now Corey Seager is my favorite player. Um, he hits the ball so hard. He doesn't swing your balls. He plays great shortstop. He's a good leader. What more can you ask for?
1: Congratulations, man. Thank you. Barry Bonds was my favorite player. Yep. And now Corey Seager is my favorite player. That's a pretty awesome statement there from Marcus Simeon. And and with due credit, by the way, Corey Seager, 318 in just the playoffs with six home runs this postseason, 21 hits, 12 RBIs, 12 extra base hits. The Rangers are 10-2 this playoffs when he records at least one hit and 2-2 two and two when he fails to get a hit. The Rangers' offense goes – As Corey Seager goes, 15 hits on the road in the postseason, the second most of all time. And get this, most career home runs in a postseason by a shortstop. You got Derek Jeter. By the way, look over to our left right here. He's about 10 feet away from us, an absolute legend. The fans love coming to scream at Derek Jeter. He had 20 in 158 games, and he is the all-time leader in career postseason homers for a shortstop. Corey Seager is second on that list with 19. He's one behind in 78 games played. Almost half of the amount of games that Derek Jeter did. That guy's a legend, an absolute legend. And now we're talking about Corey Seager just one away from tying his record in half of the games. And it all started with game one. That's why the Rangers are here right now That's why they're World Series champions. His swing in game one was the biggest swing of the series. You thought the Diamondbacks were going to win that game. No, no, no. Corey Seager pulled the switcheroo and said, we're winning this game. The Diamondbacks are not winning this game, and we're going to go up one nothing in this series. And the energy, the passion he pulled out there, he screamed, mm-hmm. Alex, when he did that. He doesn't bring out energy. We talked to Josh Young earlier, both of us down here on the game pregame, and they said when, when Corey Seager brings out emotion – We know it's a big deal. And you could feel it every time he shows that emotion. Everybody talks about it. And he knew how big that moment was. And tonight, what did he do tonight in this game? Zach Gallen was brilliant, he was unbelievable tonight. And Corey Seager is the one that broke up that no-hitter that he had going on and really got things going. And the second Corey Seager got that hit, the floodgates opened, the run started scoring, and the Texas Rangers were well on their way at that point to World Series champions. And Corey Seager was well on his way to being World Series MVP again.
3: It's crazy because every single player that we talked to throughout this entire series pre-game and then even every player we talked to post-game talked about how much Corey Seeker is the heart and soul of this team. And when we were talking to Josh Young, they even mentioned it on the, the post-game stage when they were celebrating. What did he do to make sure that everybody stayed even keel and was like leading by example? They were playing cards. They played cards <laughs> in the clubhouse before every single game during the regular season. So to make sure that they didn't make this moment too big and didn't overthink it, they were playing cards in the clubhouse today before the game
1: yeah you, I mean you got to keep doing it all if you're doing it in the regular season you got to do yeah. it in the postseason Alex there aren't many people on this earth that have played more cards in a locker room than me and eaten more peanut butter and jellies in a locker room <laughs> than me it's just the the meal and the game of minor league baseball is is just playing cards in a locker room and you better believe you got a chance to win it all for your team yeah. what are you doing pre-game the same damn thing you've mm-hmm. been doing all year long
3: I mean, it is just so cool to see a majority of these players on the field right now behind us win their first World Series. And then you actually got to go in to the clubhouse and share that moment with them, the celebration. that That's where the entire team is together, to really celebrate what they did and all the hard work that they did all season long. It's really a cool thing
1: to experience in there. And and to to, to see the way that the players act differently yeah. in there you know they kind of don't really know what to do out here well, the fans here. are it's, out here it's Family's all hitting them here. and then they go in there and really just open up and maybe it's all the alcohol the alcohol's flowing. Being it's being but like
3: poured on them to, they're drinking it to
1: talk to the guys in there and to to Talk to them about the way they're feeling and everything that transpired. It was really, really cool. Caught up with Max Scherzer in there, who, by the way, won a title with two clubs who had never won one, winning in 2019 with the Nationals and now 2023 with the Texas Rangers. Let's listen to what he had to say. Max, you're a World Series champion once again. How does that feel? It it, it never gets old. It's such an an experience this
4: whole month. Uh, We played great team ball. Everybody had a hand in it. Everybody stepped up and did their job. Wherever we are pushed push the button, and we did it together.
1: Did you ever imagine at the beginning of the year you'd be a World Series champion with the Texas Rangers? What <laughs> the hell happened? I know. I, I, <laughs> I
4: thought I was going to be here. It's just, you know, it's just a, a different experience. So that's the way baseball goes. You never know how it's going to break down. And uh, for me, this, that's how my season unfolded, man. What a, what a year.
1: Congratulations, man. I'm pumped for you. Thank you. Alex, this next one in there was with Mitch Garver, a guy that I played against in the minor leagues for a long, long time, we played together. We played against each other in the Florida State League. Mitch Garver, he was in the Twins organization, now ends up with the Rangers organization, and was a vital part. Once Adolis Garcia went down, Mitch Garver was hitting in the three or four yep. spot of this lineup. Uh, had a good game tonight. Had a really good series. Caught up with him. He led all catchers with 14 RBIs this postseason. Let's hear what he had to say. Mitch. You're a World Series champion, you're holding the World Series trophy. Tell me what's going through your head right now.
0: I'm so proud of this group right here, man. 25 guys, Uh, the best collection of individuals that I've ever seen in my life, and we're all standing here as champions today.
1: (laughs) Thank you. David Ortiz called Corey Seager the new Barry Bonds of the playoffs. What do you got on Corey Seager? He's a
0: dangerous man. I'll tell you what, man. He's uh, he's a special human too. He's he's a great person, great teammate. But man, what a dangerous hitter! Here you go, Dane. Take that. Is this everything you thought it would be? Everything and more, man. I'm the uh, I'm the third New Mexican to win a World Series ring. Uh, so proud of where I'm at today. But you know, a lot a lot of thanks goes out to my family, uh, the people that make this happen, this organization. Um, unbelievable.
1: From the Florida State League to the World Series, pump for you, man. Can you believe that? I can't believe that. Can believe I got trapped there. You didn't. Now you're here.
0: <laughs> here we are, man. We made it out. But wow. Thank you so much,
4: buddy.
1: <laughs> that was pretty cool. A really cool moment in there uh, for both of us, Mitch Garver and I. Uh, also, next up in that locker room was Chris Young, the general manager of this team, the guy that pieced it all together and has spent a little bit of time, I'd say, trying to figure out how to get, well, here, and uh-huh. one story I heard was about some work he was putting in on Christmas Eve when the family wasn't too pleased with him doing that. You know I had to ask him about that, so let's listen. You're World Series champion. You put this team together when the final out was made. What was going through your head?
4: Oh, I just the happiness and joy for so many people that have waited a long time for this, and, and most importantly, our players. Um, it's a special group of guys, and they, they've earned this, and to see them hold the trophy and
1: realize their dreams, um, it, it's, it's pretty awesome. I heard a story about on Christmas Eve, you weren't with the fam, well, you were, but you were working some deals. Tell me about, about what went down on Christmas uh, yeah, Eve.
4: I was um, I was on the phone uh, Christmas Eve and Christmas morning uh, trying to work out the, the Nate Aldi contract um, with Seth Levinson, and uh, I'm just so grateful. Nate wanted to be here, and um, we're not here without him. He's just a winning player, and he's made our organization better. He elevated everybody, and when it matters most, he's, he's at his best, and um, how awesome was he tonight? It was fun to watch. i say the deal worked out well. I'm sure your family's understanding after tonight. <laughs> well, my wife, she gave me a little grief for a while, but <laughs> she recently said it was all worth it. So um, I'm, I'm grateful to them. They've been an unbelievable support system for me. And uh, I, I just um, I can't explain how, how happy I am for so many people. Congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you.
3: It's yeah. cool to hear those little behind the scenes stories and really, and really get that family, because you, you really do A lot of these guys sacrifice a lot. The coaches, the players, the managers, to get to this point. The the job never stops, especially when you're trying to put a World Series team together like he did to get to this moment. I mean, those are the stories you love to hear.
1: The Christmas present the entire young family wanted, yeah Yeah. (laughs) Nadia Valdi. I'd say it worked out just fine for them. Uh, Another guy caught up with uh, today after the game. Josh Young had seven hits in the World Series, second most all-time amongst rookie third basemen. It was awesome hearing the passion in his voice and really stepped up another guy that stepped up once Adolis Garcia went down, and mm-hmm. we talked about how somebody has to step up other than Corey Seager and Marcus Simeon. Josh Young, I thought, became that guy. Let's listen to what he had to say. Josh, you just won the World Series. What's going through your head right now? Uh, excitement, joy, all of it. Um, can't even process all the emotions. It's just wow, we did it. David Ortiz called Corey Seeger the new Barry Bonds of the playoffs. What do you got to say about him? He's the MVP. I mean, there's no doubt about it. He, for, in the postseason, he's unbelievable. He's electric. Um, he's our guy. Um, and even Simeon stepping up with that big homer too. I mean, that was a that was a knockout blow there. And just just wow. Last one for you, Bruce Bochy. This year, what he meant to the team. This was a team below 500 last year. He comes in, you're World Series champions. What has he meant to this team? He brought a winning culture, and he kept it true. I mean, he, he brings confidence to his players. Uh, he doesn't try to tinker with you. He puts you in there. He's got confidence in you. I mean, our roster didn't change much all year. It was the same guys. Even when we had injuries, he stuck with us. Uh, when we were struggling, he stuck with us, and, and it paid out. Congrats, man.
3: Thank you. Every single player that we talked to on this field post game just could not sing more praise for Bruce Bochy. He might have been one of the biggest pickups this team had and needed to do this season to take this team from a losing team to a World Series championship team. And once again, he is a world champion. Turning this team around in just one year and after the game, I had a chance to catch up with Bruce Bochy. Congratulations World Series champs once again for you. Describe this moment right now.
5: It's hard to describe. It's... it's I mean, it's filling it for you, obviously, but uh, it's unreal. You know, I said a year ago, I was sitting at home watching games and getting a call from Chris Young, and here I am. I know how lucky and blessed I am to be part of this great group, ownership, and everybody.
3: Corey Seeger etched himself as one of the greatest postseason players of all time this postseason. What did he mean to this team?
5: Well, I I hate to think where we'd be without him. He's one of the best players I've ever seen. Uh, clutch players, postseason players, everyday players. It's incredible what, what he did this year. And, and not just during the season, but of course the postseason.
3: This fan base has been waiting 62 years for this moment. Do you have a message for them back at home?
5: Oh, man, we're so glad to bring it home to you. I know it's been a long wait. And, I, I couldn't be happier for them. You know, they were so close a couple times, but for this to happen for Ray Davis, everybody, that's what makes me feel good. Thank
3: you. I also got to catch up with Nathaniel Lowe, the first baseman on this team, a vital reason that they got here. I mean, every single player stepped up to get to this moment. He low tied for the most hits among all first basemen in the playoffs and. I got to talk to him after the game, take a listen. Congratulations, you're a World Series champion. Describe this moment right now. It's amazing, you know,
2: we grind through this and my first two years in this uniform were horrendous. You know, yeah. we didn't compete, we didn't have a, a competitive bunch to be, a, but to be a part of the Bones that's gonna take this title home is amazing. It's such a treat. I'm so thankful for the Rangers for leaving me out there through thick and thin, and we've got a special group. So
3: what did Bruce Bochy mean to this team and, and how he was able to take where you guys were last year to World Series champs now?
2: We just flushed it, and we went with the group that we had. You know, that that's done. That, that year's over with. This team is special. And we knew it from day one with all the signs all winter. The front office meant business, and we mean business too, and now we're World Champs. Okay.
3: Corey Seager etched himself as one of the greatest players in postseason history. What did he mean to this team? He's so
2: special. You know, uh, he's so special. I, everybody, I, everybody I talk to about Corey, just, you know, they're in amazement. Their jobs are on the floor. And, and being his teammate's even more special because I get to see the ins and outs of every day. And he's so good. We're so happy to have him as a Ranger.
3: Ranger fans have been waiting for this moment for 62 years. What's your message to the fans?
2: You guys deserve this, man. This group has been through a lot. This is what we fought for. And we're so happy to bring this title home.
3: Congratulations. Thank you.
1: Just so special hearing the passion and the energy in these players' voices right after, I mean, this is seconds after they win the World Series, the first for their franchise in history. We got a few more for you and they're all equally as passionate. Another one came from Jordan Montgomery, became the first Rangers pitcher with multiple scoreless starts of six innings pitched or more this postseason and caught up with him right after the game. Jordan, you just won the World Series. What's going through your head right now? So proud of every all this team, man.
4: Uh, felt like everybody pulled their weight. Everybody someone someone different pulled it. Simi got hot. Man, it was just such a team effort and uh everyone
1: stayed together. David Ortiz called Corey Seeger the new Barry Bonds of the playoffs. What do you got to say about him? He he's so talented man. Such a just a guy I
4: always want in my corner. He plays, plays hard, plays the right way, and just steady
1: man he's so steady he's one of the better players i've ever seen in my life bruce bocce what has he meant to the team this year last year an under 500 baseball club he comes in this year and i know you came in this year as well but what has he meant to this baseball team that's now world series champions
4: he's awesome he's got the experience he's been here plenty of times and he's been telling us he believes in us and we've got what it takes to win it and
1: here we are congrats man what do you got message for rangers fans we did it. It's done. Congratulations, ben. dude.
3: As Jordan said, every single player on this team pulled their way. And another one of those players was Andrew Heaney, who started the bullpen game yesterday and ended up going deep and was a huge reason that the Rangers were able to go up 3-1 in this series. It's just, I've been following his career, almost his entire career since he was with the Angels, to to see him get to this point and get his first World Series win was absolutely incredible, and I caught up with him after the game. Congratulations, Uh, you're a World Series champion. Describe this moment right now. Uh, Pretty
4: surreal. It's pretty awesome. Uh, That's all the words that I have.
3: How did you see this group come together to become World Series champs after all the adversity you faced yeah, this we, year? We
4: were just up and down, up and down all year long. Um, when we got hot, we were unbelievably hot. Got hot at the right time. Played amazing. Obviously undefeated on the road, and just uh, never wavered. Confidence never wavered. Guys just stuck with the routine and stuck with the plan.
3: Corey Seager etched himself as one of the greatest postseason players yeah. of all time. What yeah. did he mean to this team? He's
4: a stud. I mean, he carried us. Obviously, this series. You know, he wanted you know help us win Game One. You know, yesterday, today, just great at bats. He's just unbelievable. He's a stud. This
3: well, fan base so, has been waiting 62 yeah. years for this moment. You yeah. got a message for him back at home?
4: Yeah, love you guys. It's for you. And uh, let's go party.
3: Congratulations. Yeah, thanks, Allie.
5: This
1: next one was a guy that was probably the biggest signing of the offseason, and Jacob DeGrom signed a five year deal, $185 million and then got hurt a month into the year, and it sucked. It was unfortunate. There's no way around it, but he was a big part of this team. He's a leader of this team. He's a leader in the clubhouse. He's one of the most dominant pitchers to ever play when he is healthy and out there pitching. I caught up with Jacob DeGrom right after the game. Jacob, you're a World Series champion, and I know this year has been up and down for you, but now you're a part of a World Series team. Tell me what this year has meant to you personally.
4: Yeah, it's awesome. You know, like I said, we have a great group of guys here, um, and it was about what they were doing. Um, you know, they went out and, and gave it their all um, all year. You know, we went through a little t- uh, rough patch, but uh, we got everything going right, and then, you know, playoff time,
1: everybody put it together, and um, just happy to be a part of it. Corey Seager. Yep. P- David Ortiz called him the new Barry Bonds of the postseason. What do you got to say about him? Hey, I mean, it was impressive to watch. Every time he came up, you felt like he was going to do something special, and you know, I'm just super happy for him. Happy for this team. Congratulations, yeah, man! Lastly, Alex Evan Carter. The, the dude's barely 21 years old. He can barely drink in the locker room to celebrate <laughs> oh, this but World is. Series but I promise you he is because he legally can now but Evan Carter had nine doubles this postseason the most for any player in a single playoff all time and I was actually standing right next to Evan Carter when he found out that news and he goes wow really yeah cool that's pretty cool (laughs) and caught up with him right after Evan, you're you're barely 21 years old and you're a world series champion what's going through your head right now you just there's no words to describe it. I'm just so proud of this group and so proud to be a part of it. This is unbelievable. David Ortiz called Corey Seager the new Barry Bonds of the playoffs. What do you got on Corey Seager? Yeah, we had a little uh, edit of him with uh, Corey's face on Barry Bonds' uh, body in the uh, in the group chat. So that was uh, that's definitely something that he lives up to. It's unbelievable. Last one for you, Bruce Bochy. This year, turn this team around from last year being an under five hundred baseball team this year. I know you joined at a certain point, but what has he meant to this Texas Rangers World Series ball club? Listen, he's just he's one of the best to ever do it, and what a better person to be at the helm of the ship. It's unbelievable. Congratulations, buddy. Thank you. I'm serious. Alex, what a game. What a series. The Texas Rangers are champions for the first time in their existence, and it brings a close to... Another season of baseball, which is wild. This one for us started at the World Baseball Classic, one of the coolest experiences we've been able to have on this show. The All-Star Game up in Seattle this year. Attendance was skyrocketing this year. Monumental jumps in attendance for the game of baseball. The rules were huge for this game. Growing this game, Alex, is what this show is truly all about and and i feel like this year the game really took a great step in the right direction october moments we had bryce harper we had a seven game alcs and nlcs huge playoff moments throughout and then the world series shout out to all of the Rangers fans on the team having the best night of their of their life. MLB on Fox Social producer Bryce Gibson, Flippin' Bats producer Justin Graver. Congrats, guys. Rangers fans, huge night, um, and I am, I'm pumped for you guys. This was one of the best seasons that Major League Baseball has seen. I, I truly feel like the rule changes this year and the growth and, and attendance and all the numbers you can find – We're we're massive and vital for the game, and I I truly feel like the game has never been healthier. It's in a great place. I was talking to a lot of MLB people up in the suite throughout this series and just about the state of the game, and everybody's really excited about it. And uh, the good news, Alex. Yep. Is that we're only 148 days away from opening day, my friends.
3: It's just so crazy. Like, I cannot. It feels like yesterday we were in Miami doing the World Baseball Classic before the start of the season happened. And then in a blink of an eye, here we are, the Rangers. Our World Series champs for the first time in franchise history and it's really cool just to take a moment and reflect as you were going through every major event that we went through this year it's like oh yeah we did that oh yeah and we went here oh and guess what we had the most fun ever doing all of this which I absolutely love so thank you for bringing me on this journey I want to thank every single person that's involved in this show because it has just been absolutely incredible and to see not only the game of baseball grow but our show grow as well and the fan base grow and just how many people say you're making baseball fun again is what it's all about. So a huge thank you to the Flippin' Bats community for just understanding what we're trying to do here and letting us do what we love to do, which is talk about baseball and have some fun doing it.
1: It never gets old uh, hearing what you just said when walking around the stadium and somebody says, I, I love your guys' show. I love what it does for the game of baseball. Yeah. It truly never gets old and you know it also never gets old huh. coming out of that locker room for the last game of the season drenched in champagne and beer my shoes I was up to my ankles in champagne they're not clean yeah. I probably they actually might have gotten more clean drenched in champagne um so that's just the perfect ending to such a great season and, and you mentioned it but i do want to give a shout out to everybody on this team alex and to see the growth there's there's over 20 people on the road and and it's not just the two of us to make flipping bats happen it's a team of over 20 people here and far more back home in los angeles that makes this happen and i do want to give a shout out to every single one of them these series get long and and when the alcs goes seven games and then the travel. Days and then the World Series. It's a grind. It's a grind that I love every second of, and I never want to stop doing this grind, but it's not possible without everybody around us. So thank you to the entire Flippin' Bats team and the entire Flippin' Bats community for listening. You guys make this all worth it, and our goal is just to bring you all along this journey with us. So thank you all for listening. We will obviously have a lot more stuff throughout the offseason, but for the last time of the Major League Baseball 2023 season. That does it. Make sure you guys are subscribed wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple, Spotify. We're also on all social media, including YouTube and TikTok at Flippin' Bats Pod for all of them. But Alex, yep. For the last time of the Major League Baseball season, that does it. Congratulations to the Texas Rangers. Woo!
3: Peace. See ya.